said, can I get two McDoubles, no pickle, no onion? No onion. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> 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 you fried guy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Therapy. Season three of Therapy. The Sierra Residency. The finale. So I think that Jason Kelsey is retiring because he kind of already wanted to retire, but it also makes it easier to retire when you know that the Swifties are tuning into the pod and you can make a million dollars off a podcast a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think yeah. that's like a really funny thing to think about because there are people like you that don't even know this motherfucker's name, right? <laughs> but there are also a literal mm. million taylor swift fans that are listening to this guy that they don't care about talk every week just because he's talking to a guy that is dating their favorite singer which i think is just like really no it's so great. 20 it's so 2024 <laughs> yeah it is it's it's very far removed and i it's just in case like what happens if there's you know like little pieces of information and she's so big on like the easter eggs and so people are always mm -hmm. like what happens maybe they'll say something about reputation i don't know it's crazy the <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in so many groups this is what i wasn't going to say but apparently i'm going to say it okay. i you know i've i've developed a a new fondness for facebook now that i work in an office because it's oh. right now computer some of it can be interesting there's like some groups where people just post pictures of their cats. And then like, there are some Taylor Swift focus groups that I have joined. That's and okay. the fine. people in there can be a little crazy. They can they be- They go hard. Yeah. It's honestly a little scary. Like I could not handle that level of fame ever. I want it so bad. Really? <laughs> I really, really do. That's so- I, um, I really- and I always have, and I don't know exactly why. I just think that what I'm doing here on my like on my fun little podcast, yeah. I just think it's I just think it's that sick. I just think it's that cool. I just think that everybody would like it. And I just think that they don't know how much they would like it until you know somebody was like, Hey, listen to this, and they would like it. And then, you know, obviously, um, I've watched like snippets of Britney Spears documentary and Justin Bieber's existence. You want to talk about growing up with somebody, the way that you feel about Taylor Swift is the way that I felt about Justin Bieber. We were almost like the same age. We were like into the same things. He's yeah. singing, I'm singing. He's dancing, I'm dancing. We're growing up together. He likes a girl. I feel like I like the same girl. I'm like, yeah. it, 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 it's, it's weird. It's weird. And yeah. But seeing how much his life kind of sucked because of how famous he was, mm -hmm. part of me is like, that sucks. Poor guy can't go to fucking Waffle House without mm -hmm. getting harassed. When I saw clips of Britney Spears trying to sit in a booth at a restaurant and motherfuckers are like leaning over the booth and like flashing camera lights. And I was like, who could, it's impossible. But at yeah. the same time, another part of me is like, but you're like so rich though. <laughs> you're just so, and also part of you has to enjoy it. So I get bits and pieces of people every once in a while being like, this guy, this happened to me um, a couple of days ago. Some guy that I've never heard of, never seen, reached out to me via the Therapy Podcast Instagram page oh, and was like, just found your podcast. Love it. Starting my own. 
Do you have any tips? Dude. (laughs) I almost burst into tears. I was like, (laughs) I didn't even know that you were over there listening to this shit. And you're like inspired by. (laughs) It was a lot. Okay. And knowing that some people get that on such an exponential level. Yeah. Like that was one person and that made my whole fucking day. You you could only imagine what it's like for somebody to have that times a hundred or times a thousand or times a million. And it's like, that's so much power, but it's also so much fulfillment. And I just want it. Give it to me. Like I'll, 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 I'll take it. It's fine. You know? I think though with all of that, especially in the case of like, somebody as famous as Taylor Swift or Britney Spears, as you also have the people who are like making threats of like death or sexual assault or like showing up at your house and sleeping in your bed. I think um, I'm good. And also not to mention like, that's a lot of pressure. Like there's an incessant demand for creation. And I, it sounds exhausting, but it's mostly people are scary and they do scary things. No, people are mad weird. Um, yeah. I talked about this. Uh, so I'm not going to talk about it again. I'm just going to tell you to listen yeah. to it because it's an episode that I literally just put out. But yeah. long story short, um, people get really weird over like the content creation stuff. This guy completely fabricated a beef between him and I over like oh. online stuff. And he literally convinced himself and was trying to convince other people that I work with in the creative sphere that I created like fake YouTube accounts to like bully him online or something. Which is like, why the fuck would I do that? I'm like so busy with other stuff. But it's like, it's on such a micro level. Dude, no one even, relatively speaking, right? Nobody listens to my podcast, if we're being honest. Like, relatively speaking. Compared to Joe Rogan, definitely him. Like, he's the (laughs) homie. Like, I love that guy, right? But relatively speaking, if somebody was like, well, compared to Joe Rogan, how many people listen to your podcast? I'd be like, I don't have a podcast. (laughs) 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 But, um... The fact that I have even like a loyal following of like mm. anywhere between 30 and 70 people. Oh. The fact that that is already enough to garner like legitimate like paranoia and like hate <laughs> is already like, oh, like this is yeah. weird. So that when you think about it from that perspective, it's like. I'm very confident that in like by, by the summer of this year, I'm gonna like be really cooking with it, right? Mm-hmm. But along with that comes like I already had one crazy person. Like, what if mm-hmm. that's like ten? What if that's like ten in one week? Like, I have like a wife. I feel like I have 250 episodes where I've probably given out a little bit too much information about where the fuck I live already. Okay. Like, th- these are concerning things. So I understand. Um, I think that's why I was listening to somebody talk about Taylor Swift today and they were like, yeah, I know where she lives. I know she has 30 houses, but I know where one of them are. And like just hearing that and I'm not even Taylor Swift. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't like that. Why does he know where she lives? Yeah. No, it is so scary. Yeah. I'll take it though. If I don't have to work a nine to five, like if I don't have to wake up and clock in and clock out and have my boss call me and be like, what did you do today? How hard are you working? How are you going to get these numbers up? If yeah. I don't have to worry about like paid time off or like taking sick time or yeah. or reaching some type of quota or something, if I just get to wake up and do podcast and that be my job, like it's worth it. 
Like, I just, I yeah. want to believe that it's worth it. It might not be, but that's future Derek's problem. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, I, it's definitely a give and take. I feel like most things are, though. Like, I do think, I mean, it is unfathomable to me to imagine, like, that level of financial success. The money that she just has access to, crazy. I am so poor in comparison. <laughs> it is wild. Yeah, if someone was like, how much money do you have compared to Taylor Swift? You'd be like, I'm never gonna pay this off. I'm in, in insurmountable debt, essentially. No, yeah, I have zero money. And I have, yeah. <laughs> I, I do, I have negative money. Yeah, I so think her, about that. Mm. That's a lie. I didn't even mean a lie. I don't think about it actually because <laughs> I have like trained my brain to not think about it. Obviously, yeah. I have a bunch of debt because I went sure. to school for some. I have this love hate relationship with my education because yeah, totally obviously, like, I don't work for ESPN. And sure. it took me, it took me four or five years after college to realize what I really wanted to do. Mm. Um, and I feel like a lot of undergrad is. A waste of time actually it's more than a feeling it objectively is because i took art appreciation i took mm -hmm. intro to theater i took beginner bowling i took racquetball i took intro to soccer i took intro to dance and i'm just killing time i'm just killing time to justify me being here four years and you guys are just stealing my money and it's not it's not fair <laughs> it's really not so i actually would make the argument that those classes did more for you than maybe like English 101. I think that, cause I did the same thing when I was in undergrad where I was like taking poetry classes and I also took a dance class and I took like a yoga class and it was just like a whole <laughs> thing of like fun. Yeah. Um, I feel like the classes that were required were so transactional it wasn't engaging. I didn't feel like I was mm. being challenged or there wasn't any like thing for me to take away from those courses that I felt like, you know, in the, it was like a ballroom dance class that I took. Like, I feel like there was something human. Like I took something away from that, that I feel like applies to my life still more so than like the astronomy class, which I yeah. can't tell you anything about the stars. <laughs> I do feel like in a way I do have to take some personal responsibility for how I was approaching the classes because yeah. <laughs> like nobody told me to drink every single day. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously I'm not going to take everything from art appreciation that I could if I show up halfway through the class and I'm hungover. So yeah. it's like, I mean, do I still think that college undergrad is like generally speaking a scam? Absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I won't pretend as if the experiences were completely like fruitless because beginning bowling okay <laughs> might might sound like an entire like waste of time right sure. but the first date i ever had with my now wife was mm -hmm. bowling That's and it cute. was like the first it was the first time that i knew that like i loved her and it's oh. like who knows if i would have even gone bowling with this girl if like I didn't have this bowling experience that I thought like I wanted to show off, you know, so it's yeah. like some some that's like some of that stuff you can take away from it. And also like, yeah, racquetball. So dumb. Like, why am I doing that? You know, like my parents are put, paying so much money for me to hit a ball against the wall. But also I get to talk about it on my podcast now. So mm -hmm. like 
you know, like none of it's for nothing, I guess. So yeah. I'm trying to get there with you, Sierra. Like I really yeah. am. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it takes time. It takes time. And maybe it'll never oh, happen. They probably that's will. That's fine too. Like some of them, like bowling. Cool. Um, intro to theater. No, absolutely not. Like that was a waste <laughs> of time. It was, it was terrible. I just remember, um, very specifically, there was like intro to American politics class or something like that. And I thought the only thing I remember from that class is our professor saying literally zero shot that Hillary doesn't win. He's like, trust me, I'm a political science guy. I do this for a living. He's like, I promise you. He was like, I will literally quit this job. <laughs> wow. It's like, I will quit this job if Hillary doesn't win. And that was, oh man, that was good. <laughs> God, That's so that was funny. funny. I was a political science major and I actually feel like some of the men that I met who had the biggest fucking egos. Oh, I don't know if I can swear. Sorry. Maybe oh my God, please do. Like, I don't, I don't know now. Um, anyways, they were crazy. Huge, huge egos. Just wait a second. Have you been consciously choosing not to swear this entire time we've been talking? Uh, oh, girl. Hell, oh, oh, fuck it. No, I don't think so. But I do <laughs> okay. like a good, you know, I think I, I feel like a well-placed F-bomb is like... Hmm. Yeah, like a... Skill. Have you watched BoJack Horseman? No, I actually don't really do like adult animation. For some reason, I just like can't. I know, I know. It's horrible. I watched like Rick and Morty, the like first season, and I tried so hard. What? Oh, oh, yeah. We're going to have to wrap this up soon. Okay, <laughs> listen. <laughs> It's, it's actually worse that you're like, I'm not really into adult animation. I'm just into this adult animation, just not the one that you asked me about. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say that I'm into Rick and Morty. I just like, I feel like it was so popular. And in like the social yeah. circles I had, it was huge. And so I was like, I'll mm. do it. And then I tried and then I couldn't. I've heard I good things. About which one? Bojack Horseman. Because it has John Mulaney, right? Or am I thinking of? I'm just going to, it's the type of show that would have John Mulaney. I've watched yeah. it like three times. It's a great okay. show. It's hilarious. It's sad. It's punny. It's thought provoking. Mm. It's just like, it's what Rick and Morty is trying to be. Yeah. I mean, it, no, and I, it sounds interesting. I just, it's animated. If it were not, I'd be so on top of it, but I just can't. And do you know how gross of a show BoJack Horseman would be if it wasn't animated? <laughs> because <laughs> no. they're all like animals oh yep so like it would be insane yeah it would be really disgusting they're like yeah. fucking each other yeah okay maybe not maybe not there's that. like a there's the there's a horse and a cat and they're in a real relationship and that has to be animated <laughs> oh okay yeah i did not know i really don't know much about it except that there is a horse and i've heard that it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> wait did <laughs> <laughs> Did you think the horse was the only one that was an animal? <laughs> I I mean, it's like the animation style of like Family Guy and like it has that era. So I sort of thought, yeah, it was just like one, like a centaur sort of thing, like that kind of situation. Isn't a centaur the one where it's like, it has like a horse head, but it still has like the four legs. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. no, but it's like a person's head, but it has a horse body. Oh, yeah, yeah. Except no. you know, like in Narnia, he had just like the two legs and the the human torso. 
I think. I forgot the Chronicles of Narnia even existed all the way until like this very moment. That's crazy. Um, I just rewatched it recently because I had a similar moment where I was like, wow, that's a movie. This, this thing I exists. Watched. Yeah. I yeah. should get into that. Yeah. I think I had like a similar, I have those experiences all the time. And um, mm-hmm. if we ever do this again, which we should. Um, yeah, this would be have, great. Have, have you ever, um, have you done therapy before? Therapy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I real. see it now. I had like the most unique experience in therapy because basically I went there and the way that my job was set up at the time, they were like, you have this many free sessions. Mm. Um, so what I did was I came in with one specific issue for each one of those sessions. And I was like, if I can solve this problem in an mm-hmm. hour, I will. Yep. And I, and what's crazy is I actually did it. Yeah. So I got out of therapy in like a month and a half. I like speed ran it. Right. <laughs> and I'm literally happier than I've ever been in my entire life. And it's just weird because like a lot of people, they're afraid of therapy because they're like afraid of themselves. They don't want somebody to break them down. They don't want to like embrace their trauma, whatever, like whatever the reason is. But for me, I took it like from a very like pragmatic approach. And I was just like, I'm just going to get in, get through my shit and get out. And I basically had this conversation like in one of the first two sessions. I was like, you can be mean to me. Um, mm. you can be harsh with me because I'm trying to be like very efficient with this shit. Yeah. So, if, so I was like, if you feel like I'm bullshitting you, um, just like tell me so I can like get over my shit. And mm. my therapist just happened to be like a no nonsense black woman. And mm. she told me on at least three occasions, like, I don't think you're taking this very seriously. You can go if you want to. I'm going to get paid regardless. And I was like, I love this. This is like goodwill hunting. This is yeah. effective. And I, I used to say that money would solve all my problems, which is still partially true. But when it comes to like emotionally, it was therapy and like I did it and it was so sick. And um, I think that in a way I find what we're doing right now to be an extension of that. But furthermore, one of the things that I took from therapy was like, and I want you to take this with you because you're not going to listen to every podcast I ever make. Okay. Um, closing thoughts here. Sometimes we try to like overthink what it takes to make us happy, you know, Mm -hmm. like sometimes like, let's say, for example, when you're like hungry, like, what do you go do? Not rhetorical. You can answer. Yeah, I eat. Yeah, you just go eat. Right. And if you're like happy, like, what should you do? You know, or like if you want to be happy. Yeah, I mean, you should probably do something that's going to bring you joy. Sometimes people overthink that and they're like i'm so sad i don't know what to do and it's like you do actually because you've been happy before and you know that there are like things that you can do and one of the luxuries of being an adult is even if you're saddled with tens of thousands of dollars of student loan debt you -hmm. can still like go buy a milkshake and it's gonna be okay and for whatever reason nobody had ever told me that before so Mm -hmm. i was like i would just sit around and be depressed for like a week and like i don't know what to do when like there's like like in walking distance that i could do that would just make me happy. And I just started doing it. And the reason why I thought of that is because you brought up Chronicles of Narnia and how you remembered it existed. And you were like, oh, I guess I can watch that now. Mm-hmm. And for me, sometimes my wife and I will be struggling to find something new to watch. And instead of like fighting about it for 20 minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll yeah. be like, what if we just watch something that we've already watched because we know it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing Jersey Shore every Thursday. So it's oh, like, I love that. So take that with you for free. You know? Yeah, no, I think that's so nice. I actually, yeah, I, that's really lovely. Um, I think that's therapy. 
I think it's really compelling that you just speed ran therapy. I think that that is possible. As somebody who's been a long time therapy goer, because I, I, you know, have, I ruminate a little bit. So it, you got, it takes, you got stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. But I do think that it is, I can totally imagine like if you do that level of self-reflection and you mm-hmm. kind of know exactly what you're there for. That's so interesting. I'm so yeah. glad that it worked because I, what a plan. Yeah. Me. There's, um, there's one more thing that I'll say, and this is like, this is a therapy masterclass, dude. I wanted to tip my therapist dog. She was like, it's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's fine. A lot of times we have issues that we think are really deep and really complex. And mm-hmm. when somebody gives us a simple solution to them, we won't accept it because it's too simple. And if you're like, I've been struggling with this thing for so long and it's been so hard that the solution can't be this simple because then I feel like it invalidates my feelings, mm-hmm. you know? So me being depressed for a month and then my therapist is being like, well, go do something happy, idiot. Like initially I didn't want to accept that because I was like, it can't be that easy. And then yeah. like I tried it and I was like, wait, it actually was. Yeah. I've been listening to music like nonstop. And if you follow me on Instagram or Snapchat, you'll see I'm posting like 30 songs a day because okay. I'm just like, I like this. Um, <laughs> and I've noticed that like when I'm listening to songs and stuff i'm like happy and i've always been that way and i stopped doing it because i was like you can't just listen to music all the time but it's like why not actually um you like don't let yourself do things because you think people are gonna think it's like weird yeah or something but like you gotta let that shit go dog are you in a relationship you have a partner right yeah so like why would you not like it, it'd be one thing if it's like if my wife's like hey take take the headphones off so i can talk to you i'm like well you're my wife so that makes sense yeah but if it's like some random person on the street when i'm fundraising it's mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna do jumping jacks here because i think you're gonna think it's weird i don't even know who you are like i don't really care about your opinion yeah. that's what i want to leave you with if you took anything from it you know yeah no absolutely you know that meme maybe you don't but it was like a photo of a goat and the goat is like, it has a little flower crown. It's obviously enjoying some sunshine. It's like in the grass. It looks so at peace. And it says something like, oh, I'm gonna mess it up. Something along the lines of like, let go, like be free, be cringe. And I think that that's kind of what you're talking about. Like just do yeah. whatever makes you happy. That's nice. Niggas selling dreams to buy me a new jet. Cartier dripping, I'm flexing a new wet. I be rolling through the hood to buy me a new set. And we sitting foreign cars, you sitting on new debt. No sweat, I'm the heavyweight champ. What up? When I bring the coke out, white girls cut up. When I walk up in the room, every boy shut up. Cause they know my nigga zoom and they cut the run up. Bitch, I'm nice. Got a bitch cleaned up, right? That nigga might got racks, but he ain't my type. I'm the best thing in your life. Know this pussy good and it purr, but it still got bite. Come through, double no sight. Yeah, this bitch is hood and it good, but they ain't got stripes. I'm the biggest threat to your wife. Go back to the hood, get a chuck and bring a knife to a fight.